Welcome to the Swim Swim Podcast. I'm your host, Coleman Hodges. I'm joined today by Luca Orlando. Luca, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing all right. You know, another day in, at home. So you have uh, graciously agreed to share with us uh, some personal information, namely the top three swims of your career, the top three swims that you've witnessed. Uh, do you have a preference on which you'd like to start? Um, I'll just go first with the top three swims that I've seen. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's get into it. Uh, probably my favorite race I've ever seen. I'll just do all the junior world ones because there are so many, like, ones I remember very vividly. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably my favorite was um, by, was the 4 by 200 relay. Uh, we just had so many stack swimmers. We had Jake McGehee, Jake Mitchell, uh, Carson Foster, and then me. And it was so cool seeing everyone just pop off. And I think the old – got best times in that relay or best relay splits. It was just super cool. Um, another one was uh, the 200 breast at Junior Worlds. It was, oh, who won it? Do you remember? Uh, Matheny, right? Matheny, yeah. Josh. I can't believe I forgot his name. <laughs> um, his 200 breast was super cool. It just came down to, like, the last second of the race, and everyone knew that, you know, he had won it. That one was super cool. And then probably Carson's 200 IM at Junior Worlds. It was just, again, awesome. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's interesting because Carson, you know, I, I asked him the same things, and all, a lot of his were from Junior World Championships. Uh, what made that meet? so such a fun environment to be at for you um I think it's just the team that was there everyone just was super focused and super focused on doing the best that they really could yeah what can you kind of take me through you know once once the team was compiled did you guys have a training camp together how how much time did the team actually spend uh, as a team before the meet started? I think um, we had about two days before the actual meet of just kind of mingling in Budapest and then the meet started. So not a whole bunch, but I feel like the amount of like people that were there and the people that were there was just a great combination. Like we all really bonded. Yeah. Uh, so, so when you go to an international meet like that, um, you know, uh, I think you actually did have your coach there, if I recall correctly, but you know, is it, is it different from just say like, you know, a sectional type meet or a national level meet where, where you're tapered and and kind of ready to go? Um, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, you're a little bit more stressed out, like, you, one thing that I had to perfect, um, prepare myself for was being in like the ready room 20 minutes before a race 
I've never done that before. So just kind of mentally thinking about um, the race and when to get uh, like focused going up to the blocks and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, so watching, you know, Carson's 200 IM, for example, uh, do you, do you wish you could have been in that race? Um, yes and no. Um, I'm not really a huge fan of the two I am, but it, it's not my least favorite event, but I, I had other goals going into that meet. And, and how do you feel that that meet went for you as a whole? Um, definitely a learning experience. I don't think my times were exactly where I wanted them to be in any of the races. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was so happy with it is when I traded it. <laughs> um, awesome. Okay. So yeah, let's, let's move on to, to your top three swims that you have ever swum. Um, probably my favorite race was the tuner fly at the 2018 national, uh, us nationals. I think I got third and I, it was just a breakthrough race and I was super stoked. Um, another race that I loved was the two fly at the Clovis pro series. Um, also one of my favorite races and then probably 200 freestyle at this last U S nationals where I dropped like a few seconds and I was just also super stoked. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's break those swims down a little bit. So um, let's start with your tuner free at nationals Uh, coming into that meet. Where were you at physically? Where were you at mentally, um, especially heading into that 200 freestyle? Um, Well, it was definitely something that I did not expect. Uh, I I didn't get that much rest going into the meet. The goal was just kind of to make the junior world team and then, um, or make it in the two free, two fly, and hunter fly, and then uh, obviously taper for junior worlds. So I I was not expecting a drop like that. And and uh, you know, kind of going into that race specifically, that two hundred freestyle. You know, where was your mind right before it, or or during the race, if you remember? Um, I just remember my coach telling me to go after it, and um, just really. Uh, smoke them on the third 50 is what he said. <laughs> so that, that's kind of what I, what I tried to do. Yeah. Um, so, so uh, moving on to, to that 200 flying Clovis, and I'm sure you've, you've thought about it and talked about this race quite a bit, but um, you know, I, I'm guessing that was fairly unexpected for you. Yeah, that too was also very unexpected. I I didn't get that much rest going into it. And and what you know what was different about that race, or what really clicked for you during or before um, that race? I think just being so relaxed um, going into that meet, like it wasn't there was no expectations at all, and um, just the swim felt super smooth and controlled. Did it help to have that be, you know, pretty close to you? Because that's not your home pool, right? Uh, no, but it's, it's, I've been swimming there for a few years now at that pool. Okay. 
So I'm guessing there was a factor of just kind of being relaxed and at home for you uh, in that pool. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, and then the, the, your 200 fly at the 2018 nationals, um, where you did get third, what, how, how are you feeling heading into that meet? Um, because I think that, you know, after that meet, a lot of people knew your name and kind of knew who you were, um, as, as a competitor on the, on the national and international stages. Yeah, that's also a meet that, um, I had a breakthrough performance and I, I wasn't, again, I wasn't expecting it, but me and my coach were, or he was talking to me after the meet and he kind of told me that, um, you know, you just have, I have to keep on riding the wave. Um, you don't always have like huge drops in your career. So as long as you, um, kind of realize that, uh, it makes the periods of time where you don't have a lot of drops better, if that makes sense. <laughs> Definitely. Um, I mean, I think that's pretty good advice, especially for anyone who's, who's been a swimmer for quite a while and had those periods where you're not dropping a lot of time. Um, so what, how, how did that 2018 Nationals kind of change the way you viewed it? So, let me rephrase that. Did that uh, national meet change the way you viewed yourself as a competitor? Uh, Yeah, without a doubt. It definitely gave me a lot more confidence um, in other events too. Like uh, after swimming that time in the two fly, I was then more excited to swim freestyle and be more confident uh, in trusting myself of doing what I need to do in races. Do you think that the fact that that 200 fly was on the first day helped you throughout the, the rest of the meet? Oh, without a doubt. If, if the 200 fly wasn't um, the first day, I think it, it definitely would have been a different meet for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so moving forward, you know, you're, you're you, coming off of Junior World Championships. How were you feeling? kind of this fall, this winter, heading into what was going to be the Olympic year? Um, it, for me personally, it was definitely um, just trying to refocus, regroup after like a really long summer. Uh, so give myself like the extra time I needed going into the fall to give myself a good base throughout the year. Yeah. Um, and then can you, can you describe to us, you know, you, you got an opportunity to ride that wave uh, with the shoulder injury that you sustained in, I think it was January. Yeah. Um, can you, can you just kind of talk to us about, you know, how the training was going, how that happened, how, how you responded to it? Yeah. So after um, like winter nationals, I wasn't really that happy with my, with my meat, I thought I kind of hit my taper wrong or something like that. So coming off that, I was super focused and that winter training was arguably the best training I've had like ever. And I was doing times I usually wouldn't be doing in practice. And I, and then at, at the end of all the training, I dislocated my shoulders. I mean, it was obviously a big bummer, but it also helped me refocus again um 
to the point where I knew what I needed to do going into uh, this summer. Yeah. Um, and so what, how would you describe that rehab process um, after your shoulder was injured? Um, well, I mean, it, it, it wasn't necessarily easy, but I had some really good people that were supporting me throughout the entire thing. I actually went up to, or you probably already know this, I went up to OTC for five weeks um, and rehabbed with uh, Mitch Dalton and Keenan Robinson, and they were super helpful. Now, were you in the pool at that time? Um, yeah, I was kicking for six weeks after my injury, and then I started to incorporate some freestyle and breaststroke, and uh, now I can swim butterfly. Nice. Uh, how, how sick of kicking were you by the end of those six weeks? Honestly, I, I, I've always loved kicking, but mm-hmm. at the end of it, I was like, all right, I'm, I'm ready to mix things up now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think you'll talk to a lot of athletes who, you know, sustain an injury and they have to really up their game in another part of, of, of their performance. And for swimmers, you know, a lot of times you get a shoulder injury, you kick a lot and then you come back and you find, you know, you find that's actually been a positive. Have you felt the effects of, uh, of all that kicking, um, in your training, in your training after you came back from the six weeks? Yeah, without a doubt, my legs were a lot stronger than they used to be, and they definitely didn't tire as quickly or nearly as quickly. Um, and then eventually, obviously, everything with corona happened and uh, kind of shut down swimming or training for about a week. Yeah. Uh, before we get into that, one one quick final question. Um, so you had that that great block of training, arguably the best you've had so far in your career before uh, the shoulder injury was there a set was there a day of practice that stood out to you um during that block of stellar training uh yeah um kind of did this back half 200 pace set with my coach the wednesday before um like all the pools got shut down and i think it was uh some like 250s 200 pace and then 100 fast, like as fast as you can be with like short amount of rest in between. And um, I don't know, it was just a lot faster than I it, it used to be. Like my legs wouldn't tire as quickly and yeah. Yeah. Would you mind sharing the times you went on that? Yeah. Um, I think it was five rounds through and okay. All the 50s, it was kind of the same. I was like 26 highs to 26 lows. This is freestyle. Um, and long then course? Sure. Oh, no, long course, long okay. course. And then um, each at the end of each round, there'd be 100 fast. That was the goal to be under back half tuner pace. And each round, I think it was five rounds, and I went uh, 56-0, 55-5, um, 55-0, 54-5, and then the last one was 54-0, and I, I would never have been able to do that prior to all the leg training. 
Now, were you supposed to descend the hundreds or that's just how? Oh, I probably should have gone a little faster on the <laughs> earlier rounds, but yeah. Um, that, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so yeah, so, so the, obviously pools got shut down with uh, the pandemic happening. Yeah, how, how are you affected by that? What has your situation looked like for the last couple months? Um, actually, I've been really blessed that I actually have a, a, a person that I've been training at pool who has like a 25 meter pool okay. over there uh, every single day. So training really hasn't changed so much um, or changed that much for me. It's been more of like not been, being able to swim with other people. That's the really only change. Yeah. And I mean, uh, I mean, you say, you say that's the only change, but has that been a significant change for you? Cause I mean, swimming with other people can make a very big difference. Yeah. Yes. And no, it's definitely not as motivating just swimming by yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it, it is what it is. And eventually pools are going to open back up and it's not, it's not something that you desperately need or I desperately need. Gotcha. Yeah. So what, um, you know, you said it's less motivating. So what is still motivating you? I mean, obviously, obviously swimmers understand this, but I mean, it's hard to motivate yourself every single day to, to keep going and, and to keep pushing yourself to your limits. Um, what would you say has been motivating you the last couple months? Um, probably just thinking about um, going to college and being in good shape going into college. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that, that, that makes sense. Uh, well, Luca, I don't want to take up too much of your time. I know you've got a, you've got a lift to go to, um, but thank you so much for, uh, for coming on the podcast and sharing some of your favorite swims with me. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Hey, do you love swim swim as much as I do? Do you want hours of endless practice footage, race video, and a guide to the best pancakeries in the country? Then subscribe to our YouTube channel below and follow us on social media at Swim Swam News on Twitter and Instagram. If we get a million followers, I might just eat a million pancakes. Only one way to find out.